morning, everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network at NachumSiegel.com. Of course, you can catch us here every Tuesday morning, immediately following Nachum on JM in the AM, here from 9 to 10, as we talk about different topics related uh, to the Jewish community right here on the Jewish Reaction. Uh, we have a very good show today, a very important show today, discussing uh, recent legislation that was just recently passed uh, in New York State, and I'm going to be joined by Jeff Lebb, the New York State Director of the OU Advocacy Center, to talk about the impact uh, of this bill, which is basically called the New York State Special Ed Bill, which makes um, tuition affordability much, much easier uh, for families with children with special needs uh, and really can go a long way in saving them a lot of money. Um, so I'm excited to have Jeff join us in just a few minutes from Albany. Uh, but just before that, let's have a little music. Here's a little bit of Avram Free. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, you live. 
Avram Fried's Bracha Vahatzlacha. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, and I'm being joined today on the phone from Albany with uh, Jeff Leb, the New York State Director of the OU Advocacy Center. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Thank you very much, Ellie. Great to be here. So really great to be here, especially coming off the big news that we'll talk about in just a minute. Uh, but Jeff, why don't you give everybody just a little bit of background about who you are and what you, together with OUA, OU Advocacy, is working on on a larger Jewish scale. 
Well, I am the New York State Director of OU Advocacy, and uh, what we do is we spend all of our time trying to help out the help out yeshivas and the students who go to yeshivas by making sure that they have all the resources available to them that the government uh, can provide. Um, we have a bunch of different initiatives that we were working on this past year and that we will be working on uh, in the coming year. And the reason why I'm referring to that is because last week was the end of the legislative session in Albany, and uh, we're still working with the New York City Council in New York City, and we're trying to make sure that we can get the best services possible for uh, all our children who attend Yeshiva. So, Jeff, c- coming from and working in New York State, you probably have, let's say, the most on your plate in terms of tuition and working with schools and schools just because of sheer numbers in New York State as opposed to other parts of the country. Uh, talk a little bit about just how vast a network this is that you're covering and how much and how big of an impact it could really have on the Jewish communities in New York State. Well, yeah, well, we, we are active in, in many different states as well, but New York is by far the largest because of what you said, the largest population. There are about the There are about 400,000 students who attend uh, private school. Around 135 of those, 135,000 of those students uh, attend Jewish day schools. And in New York City, it's a a much larger number. We're actually the uh, we are the highest uh, the highest ethnic group uh, of of any uh, of any ethnicity that attends. Jewish day schools in New York City is the Jewish population. So we're dealing with a very, very large constituency, about 135,000 children overall. And um, we actually do work with the Catholic Conference as well because they also advocate for the needs of private school students. And um, combined, we cover a large majority of those 400,000 students. Wow, it's really incredible. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachan. I'm being joined on the phone from Albany with Jeff Leb, the New York State Director of the OU Advocacy Center. Uh, Jeff, let's talk a little bit about the exciting news that we have this past week of a bill that together with uh, Teach NYS, Yachad, and the Agudath Israel that OUA really helped to package, put together, and push through to the point where it was actually approved and is now going to be going into action. Talk a little bit about this bill and how it came about. Well, this bill, and again, Ellie, thank you very much for your help. It was really, truly a pleasure uh, having you in Albany and hosting you guys and uh, all the incredible uh, students that came up and uh, the high school students and the parents uh, and your staff. You guys did a phenomenal job. Uh, and because of you, actually, we were able to achieve this incredible victory. This was uh, this was a bill that went through the Senate and the Assembly called the uh, Special Education Bill, uh, and um, the sponsor and the, the sponsoring the person who introduced it in the Senate was Senator Simcha Felder, who made sure it was passed in the Senate, and we thank him very much as well for uh, his support. And in the Assembly, it was the uh, Assemblywoman Helene Weinstein, and. What this bill did was uh, it really eased the tremendous burden that, are on, that is on parents with uh, children with special needs or parents with children who require special education or who have an IEP. Uh, and as you know, the, uh, the New, York, New York City Department of Education really makes it difficult for parents to place their children in private special needs, uh, special education schools. Uh, they make them go through litigation. They have to hire an advocate, a lawyer, uh, to fight with the Department of Education. Uh, and it can take months and months before the termination is made by the Department of Education and even longer until they actually receive tuition payments 
for their child attending the school. And what uh, what this bill did, this is a phenomenal bill, this actually mandated and imposed mandates on the Department of Education. So it said to them, you must, in order to be in compliance with the law, you have 90 days to issue a decision to the parents, and you have to give a timetable of when the parents or the school will be getting the reimbursement checks, uh, you know, the tuition for the school. And furthermore, they actually, and this was, for me, the biggest part of the bill, they actually passed a law that said that if a child's IEP, if his uh, education program, if his education program didn't change from one year to the next, then there's no need to have to get a lawyer and go into a hearing with the Department of Education because that's what happens now. Right now, if a child's in a, in a school and they, they want to go to the next grade, they're in first grade, they want to go to second grade, they have to file again with the Department of Education, and usually that ends up in, a, uh, in, in a, uh, an arbitration hearing. And uh, it costs lots of money for the city to have to litigate, and it costs lots of money for the parents to have to hire an advocate or a lawyer, and that goes on on a yearly basis. So this legislation really makes sure that that once the child is approved, unless their IEP changes, they don't have to keep fighting the fight, and they and their child can progress through the school in a uh, normal manner. So, Jeff, why is this happening now? Meaning, why hasn't this already happened five years, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? I mean, even you, I remember you were telling me in a conversation last week that it actually would be cheaper for the state and for the city to not do things the way that they're doing it now, but rather to do it the new way now that this law has passed. Why hasn't this already happened? What's been the holdup or the pushback to not passing this law? Well, you know, they're saying common sense is very uncommon. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes what seems and what is the right thing to do really doesn't have any, it really doesn't have any uh, impact on what actually happened. And the reason they actually had a bill proposed in 2012 that would do the same thing that this bill did now, but it would affect all different parts, uh, all different parts of the state. So the statewide bill that would do the same thing, and it actually was a little bit, actually was a little bit even more helpful to the um, to the parent body. But and it got through the assembly, got passed in the assembly, and it got passed in the senate. So it was vetoed by the governor for a variety of different reasons. Uh, and then they tried to do this again, but then the school board associations and the teachers union um, they got into the act, and they were very opposed to the legislation because what they were saying was that, hey, listen. You should be sending your kids to a public school. And if we give you the ability to pay tuition for a child with special needs to go to a private school, then that means that that child is definitely going to go to that private school and not stay in a public school. So you're taking away money from the public school. And if you're taking away money from the public school, we're opposed. So the two big teachers unions, the UST and the uh, New York State uh, Teachers Union, called NYSET, they, they were very much opposed to it. And they made sure last year that any members who wanted to support the bill uh, you know, we're told otherwise. They were told, don't support the bill, because if you support the bill, we're not going to be helpful to you. And that really was enough to scare a lot of members into not supporting it. And that's how it is with most bills. You know, most bills face opposition of some kind, and uh, sometimes when, you know, the opposition is, is fierce, when the, uh, it's depending on who has more reach and more leverage into the members in the Assembly and the Senate, they usually wind up victorious. So the merits of the bill, unfortunately, don't really have much of an impact as to whether a bill passes, because if they did, we'd be passing a, you know many many good bills in Albany, and we wouldn't be passing many you know silly bills or uh, foolish bills that only help out you know individual people or unions. 
but you know there's a power structure normally, and that's you know that's what it is. And uh, we all have to learn how to play the game by the rules that they have here. So Jeff, I'm speaking with uh, Jeff Lev, the New York State Director of uh, OU Advocacy. Um, I mean, New York in general is considered by far the best state. Uh, in terms of disability rights and what they afford and, and offer uh, to the disability community. You know, obviously there's still a long way to go, but why is it, or from your experience working with others, why is it that others have not followed suit as quickly? You know, there's a, there's a, a joke, I mean, it's very sad, but that Illinois, for example, is 51st out of 50 in terms of what they offer to the disability community. Why is it that every other state... Not every other state, but a lot of other states are just tr- falling behind and not up with as advanced as New York is in this area. Well, I think that well, New York is not only not only the leader in uh, services to the disabled community, but uh, for for non-public schools and uh, religious schools overall, New York is also top in that. Right. I'm, I'm not really surprised. Has... It just it's so far to go for so many other states. Yeah, it's really a tremendous uh, a tremendous they have to go to, to to achieve the same type of equality, but uh, I would you know I would really credit the the leadership of the the leadership of the legislature here. I mean you have um, you have Governor Cuomo, and before him there was uh, you know there are a few different governors, but you had Governor Cuomo, and the real the, the main governor before him was really Governor Pataki, and they both have they both have an incredible understanding of the you know the needs of the private school community. And uh, you know the 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 community that has the disabilities, and they really have a great idea, and um, they have a passion to really provide services to both communities. And um, I would give it to you know to the if you look at the assembly, the leadership of the past twenty you know twenty some odd years is uh, is uh, Assembly Speaker Shelley Silver, and he is probably I mean you know some people like some of his policies, some people don't, but he is probably one of the best friends specifically the Jewish community and um, the non-public school community at large. He's done really great things for, for you know, for both uh, both constituencies. He's been really very helpful. And I think the fact that you have really a stability in the fact that he's been the speaker for such a long time, and he has, you know, he's been there for so long, and you have the governors who have really been there for, Doc, he was there for a while, I think 12 years, and, um, and uh, you know, Governor Cuomo is going on his first re-election, but He's been involved in government for all. They they really get it. They get the message. They understand that you know there are people who have needs, who have special needs, and they need to be taken care of just like everyone else. And we have to make sure that uh, you know those with special needs get the care that they deserve. And I think they're very cognizant of that. And uh, they make sure to you know pass legislation and uh, provide benefits that uh, are uh, are favorable. Right. I mean, it's incredible what is happening what's going i think it's it's interesting that there's still such a long way to go but also taking a look back in the short time over the last 20 30 years how far new york state how far the country how far society the jewish community has come in its regard of uh people with special needs so there's definitely a long way to go but we've also come a long way and it's important not to forget that uh you're listening to the jewish reaction right here on the nachum siegel network presented by the ou the orthodox union my name is ellie hagman the associate director of yachan i'm being joined by jeff leb the new york state director of uh, the OU Advocacy Center. Uh, just before we continue with Jeff, uh, let's take a, a little music break. Here's a few selections from Avram Freed.
those were a few songs from Avram Fried. Of course, you're listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. And I'm being joined by the on the phone from Albany with Jeff Lebb, the New York State Director of OU Advocacy. Uh, Jeff, now that we've spoken a little bit about this specific bill, the, uh, the special ed, ed bill that has passed and is now going to be going into effect in New York State, talk a little bit just about other projects that are specifically, let's say, at the front or hot and heavy, uh, you know, go, right now going through the summer, obviously less is going to be happening over the course of the summer just in terms of people not being in Albany as often. But what are the other hot ticket items that are going to be coming up uh, over the next few months? Well, there are two, there are two very big issues for us. Uh, the first is called the EITC, which is the Education Investment Tax Credit. Uh, that was a bill that we were pushing very hard for this past year. Uh, and it didn't set me against the budget, and it wasn't ultimately agreed upon by the end of session. So we're going to be trying to get that next session. And what that does is that is a um, it's a program where people or corporations can make contributions to scholarship organizations, and they'll receive a tax credit uh, for the contribution that they made. And that scholarship organization can in turn provide uh, provide the scholarships to parents. Who have children and you know who uh, who fit into the um, income eligibility cap. So, if a parent, you know, if a family in theory is making a family for under a hundred thousand uh, dollars, they can they can receive a scholarship or one hundred fifty thousand or whatever it is that the actual limit is. But that's a really great thing because that means that someone who has someone who owes New York State ten thousand dollars in taxes can then contribute seventy five hundred dollars. Of those taxes, instead of saying it's New York State for taxes, they can give that to a scholarship organization. They'll receive a tax credit for $7,500, so they won't owe that $7,500 anymore because their donation will um, donation will take the place for the tax payment. And then that $7,500 will go to a family uh, in need who can uh, who can really use that scholarship money. So that would be a really great bill if it passes. We had a lot of support. We continue to have a lot of support for that bill. We're working hand-in-hand with the Catholic Conference and with the Good of Israel of America and uh, the UJA and many other partners really across the spectrum of Judaism and across the spectrum of all religions. Uh, and uh, we also have a bunch of unions on board who are also in favor of this. We have about 27 different unions. So if that bill, if that bill passes, that would really be a game-changer for non-public school education. For so, Jeff, who, education. who wouldn't want that bill to pass? I'm assuming aside from anybody who works in the revenue side of the New York State finance, <laughs> finance office, who wouldn't want that bill to pass? You're right. Well, yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> I guess that I, one I, little uh, office uh, kind of has a big well, fist. No, 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 please. If, if it was only them, then it would be relatively easy. But our, our favorite foes, uh, the, uh, the teachers' union, they don't want the bill to pass because if that bill passes... What that means is that, in theory, many, many kids, many children who attend pro- uh, public school will then want to go to private school because we all know that, you know, Catholic schools have a much, much higher graduation rate than the public school system does, and yeshivas have a much, much higher graduation rate than the Catholic schools do for the most part. So, I mean, you go to most yeshivas, and, you know, between 90 and 100 percent of their their students graduate and go on, you know, to their high school or college. So the public school is very scared that if 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 there was a bill that would make a, a yeshiva education or a Catholic school education more affordable 
to the parents who, who attend so they can send their children, they'll take the kids out of public school and they'll send them to those private schools. It's a very, very big fear. And, you know, if that happens, and in theory, teachers will lose their jobs, and they're very, very concerned about that. So they are as opposed, as I've ever seen any union be opposed, they are as opposed to still as humanly possible. And they were really trying to go around this year to make sure that that didn't happen. And ultimately, they were, uh, they were successful. They, uh, it, it, was, it was an election year, meaning the, uh, the state, every single member of the state assembly and the state senate and the governor, they're all running for re-election this year. And the teachers' unions basically said, listen, if you don't support our push to block this legislation, we are not going to support your push for re-election. And um, they have a lot of teachers. You know, I said there are about 400,000 students who attend private school. There are about 400,000 teachers in New York State who go vote. Wow. And, and, uh, and they all have families, or a lot of them have families. So it really extends beyond that. They have a very, very powerful voting base. And they all pretty much vote on message and with what the union tells them to vote for. So they, they wield a lot of power that way. And in terms of uh, finances, they have a lot of money to figure out for contributions. And, um, you know, a threat from them is, uh, is a real threat. So that's really what stopped this legislation this year. And uh, that's something we're going to have to work to combat or, you know, to, to work with to figure out the best way to pass legislation. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. we wish you luck with that because it really sounds like it needs to happen, but there's certainly a long way to go uh, in getting there. Jeff Lev, the New York State Director of OUA, I want to thank you for joining us and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you very much, Ali. A pleasure being on. Noi vi 
thank the entire uh, OU Advocacy Center and the OU as a whole, of course, in helping to push this bill, which will make life so much easier and more affordable uh, for families with children with special needs. Of course, working at Yacharai he- here and see the impact that a bill like this can have on families uh, every single day. And it really is a tremendous um, thing that we're able to help as part of the OU to help with the special needs community, uh, particularly in this case. Uh, in New York State, but we can go a long way in helping families, and I want to thank uh, Jeff for joining me. Uh, You've been listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here at nachumsiegel.com. (laughs) 